welcome to another episode of Mass Network Presents Sports for the Culture. I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Dimelo. Bro from High End. T-Buggy, man. To the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. Your favorite. Your favorite sports show on the internet, on TV, on YouTube, everywhere. We your favorite sports show. We back. The best panel in the world. I am tonight's host at Bryce XXVII, aka Mr. Big Leaguer, aka my mama's favorite gas panelist. Uh, let's get to the game. Top right, introduce yourself. What it do, you know who it is, man. All the loyal listeners, uh, followers, subscribers, man. You know who I am, Mr. Young Rome 22. If you knew, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, man. We got another great show for you tonight. Uh, so I'm not even going to hold you, man. Let's get into it. Hey, my man. I'm rocking with that hoodie, bro. I like that. I like that. Let's uh, let's keep pushing my guy to the bottom right. Hey, hold on, hold on. The, the, new, the new owner of a shiny iPhone, my guy, <laughs> introduce yourself, bottom right. See, Boogie, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know who it is, man. Uh, I don't know what to say. I got a new phone and um, I'm still getting used to it, fellas. But, uh, you know, wash your hands, wash your ass, man. Let's have a good show. You're a traitor down there, man. Traitor. I, I do I do feel <laughs> like a traitor, man. It, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a certified Android boy, but, you know, it is what it is. My man saw the light before the show. He said he was in the trial period. I said, <laughs> I guess he gave him the iPhone 30 days see <laughs> if he like it. But, uh, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna stick with the eye, man. Welcome to the gang, brother. Welcome to the gang. And last but not least, fresh off of an airplane, fresh off a jet, my guy, <laughs> bottom left. Introduce yourself, sir. Mama, yeah, man. <laughs> What's up, my boys? It's been a minute. I missed you guys last show, but I'm here. I'm back. Darker than ever. Yeah, I'm about to say, you definitely, definitely, yeah, you definitely about three shades darker <laughs> on here, man. My, my man G trying to pass the black man today. Damn it, uh, it didn't work out. Juan Guan to my Juan Guan to my guy, man. Nice, nice to have you back, bro. Uh, so let's let's jump right into it, man. We we kind of got into this conversation off air, right? I want to hear what the people think. iPhone versus Android, because I feel like, yo, let, let's keep it a buck. <laughs> Everybody with an Android loves Android. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that has one swears they it's the best phone ever, until until they get that first eye. Once they get that first eye, it's over, bro. They see the light. T rolling his eyes. But I'm telling you, T, your 30 day trial period's over. You'll be coming back on this show, and I want you to be fair too. So in three, let's say in three weeks, we're gonna revisit this and be fair and just you know let the world know that the iPhone is better. You feel me? I mean, yeah, for sure. I'll let you know. But, like, right now, it's it's not in the lead. You know what I'm saying? It's been about five, four, five days. Nah. What's today? Tuesday? It's been about five days. All right. I, don't, I feel like five days is not quite long enough to get the convenience of an iPhone down. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's, it's very it, – you got to tell me it feels good that, you know, your messages are blue now, don't it? Don't that feel good, bro? No, no. What I, what I do want to say, right – that's that's what everybody sold me on FaceTime, iMessage. I, I think I FaceTime twice. It's okay, uh, but the iMessage is, is the iMessage is a little overrated. Like, why are my group chats 
in these bubbles. A, a little know, overrated, bro. It is extremely like, like overrated. Like pepperoni pizzas. Let's be real. Let's be real, bro. You're gonna get it. Don't you, worry. You're gonna, you're gonna you, figure it out. You're gonna you got it. bullied into getting the iPhone, man. Let's keep this conversation 100, okay. bro. This is bro, for the culture. Like, like iPhone users are bullies, bro. Y'all are bullies, bro. The whole oh, your your text is blue and the other text is green. Like, why are we discriminating? Why, <laughs> Bryce? You talk all the time about they be trying to divide us. That's all this iPhone iMessage crap is, bro. They just trying to divide us, man. That's all that's happening. Well, you know what? I'm sticking bro? with my green messages. You know what, Rob? You, you bring you bring up a great point there. It is all about division, you know. It is it, it has become that, you know, the iPhone versus the Android. But at the end of the day, man, I'm team I till I die, man. You feel me? <laughs> I'm team I till I die, baby. And look, I used to be in the same boat as y'all. I used to feel like, yo, when I had my Android, matter of fact, I had like, I think it was like maybe the droid two or something. It was a joint that slid up and had the keyboard. It was lit at the time. And yo, I, nobody could tell me that it wasn't the best phone, bro. I was like, somebody would show me an iPhone, I'd be like, but you can't download this app to let you get music directly to your phone, any music you want. I can download videos directly from the internet. I used to have all the bullshit. I had all the comebacks to iPhone users till I got that first eye, man. And I said, you know what? See the light, bro. And B, that's a fact. Android videos look like security footage. You're right. Android videos look like they stuck in like, Oh, five. My, my work phone is an Android. And it's like, I can't send work. Like, if I take a video on my work phone and try to send it to myself for any particular reason, it just comes back looking like trash, bro. Like, you can't even That's, figure out what's going on. That is Apple trying to divide us, bro. If I send a video to T, it's going to be clear as day. He's not going to have no issues. He's going to be like, oh, I, I see every little detail. I see that in the background. I see the little stain on the shirt. Like, he's going to have all, all, the, all the good details, bro. Is is Apple, man? They trying to be a monopoly. They trying to push Android out the way. I'm not having it, bro. Android till I die. If you if you see me with an iPhone, it's strictly for some coaching purposes, man. That, strictly that, for specific reasons. That, that's why I got the phone, right? You know what I'm saying? In the coaching world, you need footage, man. These parents want to see their kids at practice. They want to see game highlights. You want to get game highlights. You want to get practice plays, things like that. So just for sharing media, because everybody has an iPhone, you know, it's easier. But like overall, so far, mm, that's that's what iPhone is. It's just it's, it's dumbed down. It's easier. Man, D money, yeah. D money, let them know, man. You can fry an egg on that damn Android. That thing gets so hot, man. That Android need to come with a. You gotta buy a separate, a separate hey, no, cooler, no. cooling attachment for the Android. Let me ask you, let me ask you iPhone guys, a question. Are you paying for extra uh, storage in the iCloud? Well, no, probably. That's just to back your phone up. If you get the big boy iPhone, you can back up on the I, computer. I, I know. I got, the, I got the 500 gig. If I go through 500 gigs, bro, I don't even need to have a phone. There's no way in hell I'm going through 500 <laughs> gigs, bro. Like, you That's know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's not happening. Or is it, every, yeah, whatever. Every, it's five, like 500 gigs. 500. Yeah, 500 gigs, bro. That's ridiculous. Everybody that's ridiculous. told me they got to pay extra to back up the, the storage. Well, yeah, Apple going to get their money. That's a fact. No, that's, Apple going to get their money. And Apple going to change up that charger every, like, two years. They're going to change something up every two years and make sure you got to buy the new uh the new attachments and all that. They're going to do that. They gonna do all that. Right. And the other thing I always hear about the what's, iPhone, what's the oldest, whenever... What's the oldest iPhone you could get away with? Oh, seven. I said I was about to say an eight. I had the eight plus before I got this thirteen joint, but 
I was I was about to ask that same kind of question because whenever they update the iPhone, don't the other iPhones all crash like simultaneously? Like all your shit just shut down. Like <laughs> Apple be like, buy the new one, buy the new one, or this will never work again. Like <laughs> now that is a good point, but I, I I'll say this: like when you the iPhone runs out of storage, so what happens is when you try to put the new software on your on your iPhone, you don't put mad softwares on there. Eventually, it just you know it can it can start running a little funny. But that's if you got like iPhone from ten years ago, bro. I had the eight, the iPhone eight plus, and that don't held me down. I guess it was at least five six years, easy, bro. So I don't know, bro. I, I just I just moved away from a, a, a S eight that had no issues at all, none. No, no, I got the S8 right here. Zero issues, baby. The S8 right here, baby. All right. I'm, I'm going to be capping with these drawers like they don't got no issues. No, no, I'm going to be having issues, bro. Like, no, let's not cap, bro. I got an Android, bro. I don't know what this at, but I got one. I know they got. Matter of fact, you know the biggest issue with the Android? That junk got to install something new daily, it feels like. Every time I pick up my droid, it feels like that joint is giving me a software update that I never asked for. You haven't had a droid since, since you had keys. <laughs> 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 Come on, bro. bro I, my droid literally, bro. It's like it seemed like almost every week that joint's downloading something without my permission, bro. At least my that iPhone. was like a G two or something. That was like the first. No, I got a droid right now. Oh, uh, oh yeah, you got the work droid. Yeah, I got the work droid. It's a droid, and it's not. It's probably not. It's not the S eight, but it's like whatever the smaller joint of the S eight is. You know what I'm saying? Is that like the smaller screen? Yeah. But that joint, bro. That joint constantly updating. I don't know, bro. That's. <laughs> If you throw the if you throw the Android as hard as you can at the ground, it might explode, bro. Let's be honest. No, sir. <laughs> Wait, no, no, sir. wasn't that one point these Androids catching on fire? Repairs or iPhone users. Man, that joint leak battery acid or something, bro. I don't know. Bro, I'm gonna tell you the first issue I had with the iPhone. There's like, you know, in the Android, right? You can change the volume to everything. Your notifications, yeah. your you know what I'm saying, your ringtones. There, there's no way to do that on, on iPhone. It's all or nothing. You got right, I can't have that. Like, like I need I need nothing. my music louder than my text message volume. I need I need everything different. No, 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 you can't do that. Wait, wait, what you mean you can't I thought it was more like, convenient. No, 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 Slide. All right, I want my media here. I want my ringtone here. I want my text here. I want big speed or whatever it is. Yes, you Zero, can. Like. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, and Apple, and all you have to do is go to your settings because you can even change. You can have a different uh, tone for anybody that wants to text you. Like you want to, you, you want to get. Wrong? You want to. All you <laughs> have to do is go to your settings. You do that on on Android with one button. One. I just did it. I just did it right now while we were talking about it. Everything on iPhone <laughs> is go to your settings. Go to your settings. Bro, go to your settings. Bro, yes, but what's so hard about that, old oh, man? Phone, is it that There's hard, old man? That, that six-year-olds and 60-year-olds can use the phone. You know what I'm saying? I'm not knocking it. Ease of use is a thing, but yeah, it, it's the options. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm boxed in right now. Alright, cool, but like you can also jailbreak your iPhone. And it can be whatever you want it to be. So if you want to get real technical, go ahead and jailbreak your junk, man. And you know, you'll you will you will be good to go, bro. That's what you sound like. I don't, does, does Apple encourage that? <laughs> Android does. <laughs> Apple approved. All right, we're gonna we're gonna give T. We're gonna revisit this iPhone versus Android in three weeks. 
My only hope is that my man Boogie is completely transparent about his iPhone experience. I don't want to hear no uh, no bias. No bias in three weeks when we revisit this, man. <laughs> he be fine. Watch. Give, no, give no, him another day or no, two. No, my man Boogie, he going to change the narrative on me and be like, I know, don't get me wrong. iPhone and Android are both great phones, but the Google Pixel, <laughs> the Google Pixel, <laughs> y'all seen the Google Pixel? <laughs> my man be on a 30-day trial for the Google Pixel in three weeks. All right. Hey, <laughs> hey, Rome, I have to say this though. The one thing I do love about iPhone so far is the 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 facial recognition. Like not unlocking your phone. Uh, Android can do that. But like uh password encrypted apps, like your your bank accounts and all that, like everything you just boom, it opened right up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. ease of use. So that I'm a fan of that. Oh. I ain't gonna lie, I was I was slow to come around to that because I was feeling like they was you know doing something with my my identity or something, you know what I mean? But, uh, they might be. They but probably are. They, probably they what? They definitely are. And two, like everybody think that shit is slick. Like, so you telling me all I need is a picture of you and your phone to get into your bank your bank information? Just hold that joint up to the picture right quick. And they they they, they want to be real slick with this facial recognition, bro. Like. Um, all right, but look, don't forget about the Apple Pay too. I don't know if they got Droid Pay. They probably got they, they do. Droid pay. They do. They probably, they probably got some Fugazi Droid Pay, but uh, <laughs> Apple Pay is legit, bro. Apple Pay is legit. You forget your wallet at home, boom, Apple Pay. And don't forget, I don't know. They probably got this on Droid too. My guess is, but if you going to a concert, you going to a ball game or something, your phone is your ticket. That's pretty lit. They probably yeah, 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 yeah. My phone is my ticket all the time. That's pretty lit. That's pretty lit of just phones in general. How right, about your it. car insurance? Because over here in Jersey, you don't have to have your the paper phone no more. You can just keep it on your phone now. Yeah, they got the electronic back. Yeah, that's everybody got that. Everybody got that. Yeah, we, we, we live it in the future, fellas. We live. Hey, in but the what y'all don't got is a video that can be sent anywhere. A video that can be emailed. Because <laughs> I'll be trying to email videos from my droid. That joke come out looking like archaic, bro. <laughs> but uh, let's keep it pushing, man. Let's stay on a little. Stay in, in in the in the tech tech world for a second. I want to get y'all thoughts about this. Your man Elon Musk, bro, he's on one. Your man is he, he pretty much runs crypto. Every time he tweets, everybody buys up a new coin. And now your man talking about buying Twitter. So I want to hear what y'all think. Big Shirley prefers a Droid fingerprint. Ah, you let me down with that one, Big Shirley. You let me down with that. One. <laughs> Big Shirley, yo, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Enjoy the bank next to your EBT or PPP loan. <laughs> Yo, you got be crazy, man. That's that's pretty. Oh uh, he got hey, he got jokes. I got a question, man. What's the worst? I want to hear y'all's craziest conspiracy theories, bro. Why does Elon Musk want to buy Twitter, man? Like, cause it doesn't. It, I'm not gonna say it doesn't make sense. I was a power play. You buy Twitter, and like, you know, that's that's probably the most used. Social media right now, maybe Instagram, Twitter up for grabs, but at least Twitter, you can kind of express yourself a little more, um, a little more freedom on Twitter. I mean, you see sometimes, sometimes the things on Twitter are so graphic. I'm just like, how did this, how did this get, get through? But uh, what do y'all think, man? Elon Musk wanted to buy Twitter. I want to hear y'all thoughts. Yo, I think that's an amazing. Well, nowadays, you know, back in the old days, every billionaire mogul always had like a media company, and now he wants one now. And this this way around, he doesn't get censored or, or how Twitter did Trump or Instagram did Trump, whichever one did Trump and kicked them out of. 
So now my man says, yo, fuck it. Who can silence me? No one. I am me. <laughs> I am Twitter. Twitter is me. So just imagine what he'll do with uh, Tesla and Twitter when it comes to, like, you know, driving. Like, what he'll do now. I find it to be, like, the next big thing. Instead of, like, you know, making shows, he's just on the internet talking, and no one can stop him. Wait, but that doesn't, that doesn't scare you a little bit, G, that the person with this much money, second richest person in the world, like... It doesn't Bro. give you any like worries, and now he has Twitter, and he can kind of control narratives. Is, is my guy structured? Billionaires pipe behind the, you know, behind closed doors all the time. Now this is one that's just throwing it in our face. Uh, it was you, as sometimes they say, it's best to know the devil you do than the devil you don't, right? Yeah, good point. I like that. I like that quote. <clears throat> uh, I kind of think he's capping personally. Uh, I I agree with G a little bit because billionaires do control their narratives from behind the scene. And I think he's controlling the narrative in a different way. I think it's more of a, it's more for show. And I could be wrong. Maybe he buys Twitter. Maybe he does this thing with Twitter. But uh, I think it's more for him to be like, look, I could buy Twitter if I want. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's more of a, a, a bravado type of thing. Like, like, look, I'm Elon Musk. Like, if I want to buy Twitter, I'll buy Twitter. We might start a new Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from him. Because uh, when, when I read this, I read a couple articles up on him. And he, he fancies himself to be a little bit like a real-life Tony Stark, you know, like a real-life Iron Man. So Elon Musk is a little different. Um, personally, I don't think he's going to buy Twitter. I think it's a little bit of hype. Hey, good good point. Good point with that, Rom. It might have all just been for the show of it. But, like, I don't know, man. Something just rubs me the wrong way a little bit that – uh. I don't know if Elon buys Twitter, man. The dude is that that I wouldn't it wouldn't sit right with me, especially because like I feel like Twitter is the last uncompromised uh and I guess Donald Trump would not agree. But Twitter it's not seems to be the last one of the last uncompromised um platforms on social media. And it's definitely it's, not uncompromised. It's the least compromised. That's what I was looking for. T, what you what do you think about it, man? Uh I, I I think Scruff said it, man. You control the narrative. Um and then also, I mean we can't rule out the fact that how billionaires interact, man, and how they move is like, that's a different level. You really could just be beefing with somebody like, you know what? I'm going to buy Twitter real quick. Like, I see you getting your tweets off. You like Twitter. I'm going to go ahead and buy Twitter and ban your account or something. You just you just never know at, at that level. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of it probably is control the narrative, bro. Like, we look back at history. We've seen the media kind of shifts the way the country goes. You know what I'm saying? Donald Trump was able to control the media via Twitter and Facebook, but the government cracked down on um, Facebook a little bit. So, I mean, like you said, Twitter's the last one that's like the least compromised. It's a lot of bots. The bots have taken over. <laughs> but um, yeah, but and I, and I think it's a real thing because you see Twitter's board trying to like make sure he can't get sole control. I think one person having sole control of something that, a, a tool, because that's what it is, a tool that powerful, bro. That's like having, almost like having new codes. Um, and that's why the government's always on top of uh, Zuckerberg and Facebook, man. One guy calling all the shots that can change everything. I can, I can pick who becomes the next president. I can pick who we like and don't like in the media. I can put in an algorithm to say, uh, hide everybody that didn't like seeing Chris Rock get slapped. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you it's just a super powerful tool, man. If you're not going to have a real weapon, uh, the media is your next best thing. 100%. I think that's, like, 
this is why to me i always felt like twitter is the elite um social media and i everybody knows me knows i got it i got i think i got an ig technically i got an ig but i don't be on it i don't i've never posted nothing you know what i mean and the reason is because i feel like twitter is a little more organic in growth right when a tweet goes viral and we all seen that tweet it's because the people all decided that whatever that person said was like valid in some way. Sometimes it's nonsense. Don't get me wrong. Not necessarily valid, but worth seeing, you know, like the power between those two little buttons where it's like the like or the retweet or the quote tweet is like it has so much power in that as far as messaging goes. And um, I think that like Twitter to me is is the best is the best social media. And if you are that guy, Elon Musk, that has that much power monetarily already. And you buy what most people would probably say is the best social media, man. That power is like like T was getting at. That power is really limitless at that point, and you just got too much control, or at least the threat of too much control. And the question is, can you even trust not just Elon Musk, but can you trust anybody with that type of power? I don't know. So that makes me question: Was it Jack or whoever runs Twitter? I don't know. Now I'm questioning that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jack Dorsey. Yeah, what little strings is he pulling behind the behind the curtain? You know what I mean? To like make certain tweets go viral. But when tweets go viral, there's there's no method, the madness. There's no science to it. It's just like sometimes it catches fire. You know, I think we probably all had a tweet where it was like you might have just said some random shit off your top of your head, something that meant nothing. And you might have had some tweets that were way more philosophical or way more thought out or that you thought were way more smart. But the one that resonates resonated with people was just some shit that you just thought. And it was because other people thought the same thing. And it's like the power in that is make, was what makes Twitter special, in my opinion. No, nah, that's fact, bro. My, my most viral tweet is like a random uh, retweet about Tyga and Kylie Jenner. <laughs> bro i i just i just recently like i think within the last week i think some of them was bots too but i was getting blown up about some kim kardashian stuff bro like don't don't tweet the letters kim and k bro like they're gonna come for you no nah. yeah. twitter got hives man you got the beyonce yeah. hive go hard and then you got like that the random no. like Nicki minaj stands be going Ooh. crazy on twitter bro like they be everywhere I don't know. It's just like you, you, you end up with these little like pockets of people who like really. We need a gas hive on Twitter, bro. Hey, I need all the gas holes, the gasaholics, <laughs> man. Go crazy on gas Twitter, bro. Pump us up. Let's go. Let's go, bro. You know what I really love about Twitter, though, the fact that like you could have ten million followers on IG and get to Twitter and only have forty thousand because you have to say something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't just fool the people with pictures. I mean, some of them slide by, you know what I'm saying, the OnlyFans and all that. But, like, for the most part, like, it's your thoughts in some form or fashion. Yeah. And either people are going to love it or hate it. And a lot of times... I, don't, I, I, I do want to say, like, so we're loving Twitter, but I don't think that Twitter gets the love that is necessarily received from this panel. or from Like, I think... People like us enjoy Twitter. I don't think the masses enjoy Twitter the way uh, that we do. Because it is, like you said, you do have to have something to say. You have to be <clears throat> slightly intelligent or a little bit interesting. You know, you can't fool people with pictures. But I think similar to the iPhone conversation, IG is like a dumbed down version of Twitter. 
It's like a little bit more digestible. Don't try to call IG the ad. Don't try to call IG the ad. I don't have a tweet. Don't you do that, Rome. I see where you're going with that. Hey, bro, you can I will spam say. IG with with memes and and, and yeah. like there are whole meme accounts. You can't have no meme account on Twitter. Now that's a good point. I will say this about Twitter. Can you? Because there's like mad porn accounts on Twitter with a bunch of like wild <laughs> shit. So you could do the that's same fun. shit, bro. Twitter, Twitter does get dark. Twitter does Twitter get dark. Twitter after dark. I'm like, oh, bro. Twitter represents the real world, bro. Twitter. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you know what Twitter really Oh, man. Works? Come on. Like, y'all sound mad wild. <laughs> the internet <laughs> is fake. You made it's facade. I don't like to sit here and be like, oh, Twitter is the real world. The fuck? It, it does rep the real world. Like T said, you can have, you can have 40,000 followers on IG and, you know, just 400 on Twitter. You know what I mean? But, like, that's a fact, Jenna. TikTok is that shit for the young generation. But, yo, Twitter really rewards. What I've been peeping, yo, with, like, followers, every once in a while you see someone on Twitter, a random person. They're not famous. They're not nobody. But they got 80,000, 100,000 followers on Twitter. And what it rewards is candidness, bro. Like, you don't even have to be smart, bro. You don't even have to be, like, philosophical or a genius level at all. But if you're candid as hell with everything and you're constantly tweeting and you're super candid with it, like, people are going to try to keep up with that, yo. People people are going to, like... relate to it. Exactly, because, like, everything you're saying is off the cuff. It's just, like... And, like, usually those people with, like, 100,000 followers on Twitter that are just, quote, I don't want to call them nobodies, but they're not famous for anything else. Like, usually you check their tweets and they got, like, 100,000 tweets. You know what I'm saying? 80,000 tweets. Because, like, yo, they're basically live tweeting their life. And, like, that's part of the reason why, like, personal YouTube channels blow up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because, like, you're just following somebody's every day. And I think Twitter allows you to do that. Where if you're doing that on IG, you have, like, 5 million IG photos. And that's not cool. Because, you know, on IG, everybody like to have four or five photos to make it look like they lit everything they do. <laughs> Nah, I just feel like today's generation, and even like like the comment with the TikTok, they digest the videos better. I don't want to say people don't like to read, but I don't think people like to read that much. And I think that is the pitfall to to Twitter in comparison to the other social media apps. Like, t- I don't know if any of y'all have been on TikTok, but TikTok is is a trap. Like, TikTok will get you stuck on there longer than any other social media. Like, their algorithm is is tough. Their algorithm is damn tough. Nah, because if Twitter was a thousand characters minimum, nobody would care about it. Nobody. Yeah, nobody cares, bro. Because if everyone yeah. was paragraphs and paragraphs on Twitter, everybody would just be like, nah, this ain't it. But because it's that nah, 120 but, or 160, it just gets you, yo. But TikTok is different. It is truly controlled by the algorithm. It's like that for you page where Twitter, right? You you curate who you follow and how your timeline looks. It's a representation of what you chose to click on. TikTok is like, oh, you like breasts? Well, here's some bigger breasts. Yeah. Oh, you like McDonald's? Well, here's a guy eating McDonald's with Chick-fil-A fries and a Burger King drink. Like, yeah. It, like they they gonna keep upping it and upping it and upping it. And one thing I do love about TikTok though, not, I hate the fact that you can get in that that rabbit hole, but I do love that TikTok's comments. Remind me of early Twitter comments. Like yeah. no one's getting canceled in the TikTok comments yet. So some <laughs> of these comments are crazy. Now the best part about TikTok is that algorithm though, because I'll say this: like it is a rabbit hole, but my time's getting stuck on TikTok. I can't say I did not enjoy. Like the videos that are the for you page really is for you, bro. Like, 
Like, like they, 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 their algorithm is legit. Nah, nah. facts, facts. I got, I got to get, I got to really get into the TikTok. Hey, shout out to Gas TikTok. Follow Good Ass Sports on TikTok. We got a lot of uh, dope content coming y'all's way on that. We trying to craft it properly so it hits some algorithms right. It gets all in your for you section. You know what I'm saying? Got to, got to hashtag it right too. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You gotta learn the game first. You know what I'm saying? We a little. I, I might be a little outdated for TikTok, but I'm gonna I'm learn the game. No, I'm gonna learn the game. My man, son got like a couple videos. One hit a million on TikTok. One of the best things about TikTok and I guess the reels on IG. If you create a sound that people want to use, oh, you out of there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Bet, bet, bet. We gonna keep that in mind right there. All right, so let's get it. Uh. Let's get let's, let's keep it pushing, man. Let's do what we do. You know, this is a sports show after all. <laughs> let's get into some sports, man. Before our loyal sports followers start being like, "Yo, y'all talking too much TikTok and iPhones." So, uh, that sound like a bunch of old men in your forties. <laughs> These young whippersnappers. How do you use a TikTok? <laughs> How do you block someone, guys? Got to hit the gas dance. That's a fact. We do need a gas dance. I vote G to create the gas dance. I don't know about y'all. Gas I, think G, I think G would be great at creating the gas dance. I got two left feet, so you got to figure that one out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, all right, let's get into some sports right quick. First things first, NBA playoffs. How can we start with anything else, man? I want some early reactions. I mean, you know, we, we make a lot can of Can I say one? Hold on. Yeah, but real quick, we make a lot of predictions on this show. So let's not pat our, I don't want to see no pats on the backs for none of your early predictions, man. You, you make 100,000 predictions. Uh, you got to hit 50,000 of them, right? So, uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. But yeah, let's get into it. Let's hear it, G. First one. Uh, I guess we could say overreaction for Jason Tatum's top four players in the league right now. What? Oh, that's an overreaction top, from hell. Top four? Top four, yes. Jason Tatum, top four. Oh, uh, no, sir. Oh, bro. The fact that they the fact that that boy was guarding KD and didn't give a fuck. That man defense is like I want to say he's playing both ends of the floor as he should. And then you go back if you're a Lakers or a 76ers fan, god damn, y'all what the fuck how y'all got tricked on not picking up Jason Tatum coming out of college. That's a good point. Like, come on. You both both the Lakers and the Sixers lost those first round picks damn near for nothing. For nothing. And look at Jason Tatum now. And and at first during I I remember back in uh December, I was like, yo, my biggest disappointment in the season so far was Boston. Because I thought him and Jalen Brown should have had it together coming in the beginning of the season. Now look at them. They ended the season. That was that was an overreaction then. And then look at them now. They ended the they ended the season in second place, coming from I believe back in the back in December they were like in what eighth and tenth place. Yeah, they went on he, they went on a run. They went on a crazy run, and the fact that this kid is, I think for me he's the second coming of Kobe Bryant. Have we heard yeah. that before? Yeah, I, 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 we I, have we have heard I, that. I hope y'all yeah. have. And, and the last time we heard that, I had to shoot that down. But this one, how can you not? How can you not? Look what he did with that last split second. He literally spun around, dribbled, and then laid that shit up on somebody. Yo, fuck it. Prisoner of the moment. People are gassing that play, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. But but throughout that game, he checked checked KD. My man didn't give a fuck if that man was seven feet seven. 
or whatever, seven feet eleven at this point. That man did not care. All right, I, I, I gotta give you. KD, KD might only be an inch or two taller than Tate. Wait, yo, think of KD was not honest. He was not in 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 in. He wasn't in KD's KD. bag. Yeah, that's something. That's his fault, though. But that is fault. You knew going into Boston. Boston had your number all season long. How are you not gonna go? And, and the fact that he knew that they were gonna come at Kyrie. You telling me you're not gonna go, nutty buddy? You're not gonna get in your bag? If your man's going to get it tough by the fans and you really have no distraction and the only way you can silence the crowd is between the both of you guys because you need Ben Simmons against this defensive team. Like, you knew KD should have been in his bag. Gee, I think you're getting caught up in the moment, man. Look, it was an oh, incredible bro. play. It was an incredible play. It was, you know, one – when I when I seen the play, all I could think is this is why I love the NBA playoffs, right? Like, I don't I don't get overly excited about the regular season, but, but plays like that are why the playoffs never disappoint – in the NBA. But uh, I think you're getting caught up in the moment, man. My man Kyrie was going off in that game. You really think Boston Boston had to pull that out at the last second. You think they're going to – and that was at home. You think they can pull out this series? You think they're going to get that type of that, that type of luck, that type of magic uh, yeah. three more times in, in a series? I got Boston and you, you just said KD wasn't even in his bag. What happens when KD does get in his bag, man? Like, I, but you I don't need know, both man. of them to get on his bag. Technically, that team. I, that's I personally not think. That's I, not think I think Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn only wins two games, but I think Boston wins in six. I wasn't oh. here last week to say it, but I'm gonna say it now. Boston in six. Yeah, at the game one. You saying that after the game? After the game one, so I wasn't here last week to say it. But yo, I will say this, and I hate to bring it back, you know, but I got to. If this game, if KD's game would have been the same game had by one LeBron James, if LeBron James played that game KD had and Kyrie went off like that, I would not hear the end of it on ESPN how LeBron James doesn't step up to the moment, how LeBron James is this, LeBron is that. Yo, KD, bro, KD, KD had got to be better this series, bro. And the Tatum shot, cool, nice. That was a pretty simple shot. Anybody that plays basketball – could make that shot, bro. And everybody's making it seem like that was some impossible shot. When really, bro, the spin move that he did was literally his only move he could have made. And, like, I don't know, bro. It was very basic. But the thing I took away from that shot is did y'all see KD? Did y'all see what KD was doing on that play? Your man was people watching. Your man yeah, was Yeah, he was. He was at the free throw line. He was not involving himself. Tatum was his man that he was supposed to be guarding. They went man defense. It wasn't his zone. But KD at the top of the key, like they in the two three. Now KD like, plays for the time to run out. Bro, I'm like, bro, are you not locked in? And I don't want to say KD wasn't playing hard because I think he was playing hard, bro. But it's different between playing hard and going hard. He might have been playing hard that game, but he wasn't going hard, bro. Y'all know what it means. Oh, basketball bro. going hard, bro. You know the difference, bro. There's no way Jason Tatum should have been open for that shot after a pass from Jalen Brown to Marcus Smart. All the way back to Jason Tatum in the paint. What's what's going on, bro? Like you know who's supposed to guard him? You know who's guarding him? Tatum. It was KD. Exactly. I was just watching the play right now. Yes. That's my point. I'm like, bro, what is what are you doing, bro? Why are you what like, bro? Kyrie is dropping up. Kyrie is having a masterpiece of a game, bro. Step back trades. What? Somebody was guarding him face to face. One one uh one pump, one jab step. Trey ball, like, bro, Kyrie was in his bag, deep in his bag, bro. And for KD to do that, I'm like, hold up, bro. 
I think he's been to like 24 points, but bro, y'all got to be, be going 30 for 30 like an ESPN special. Look, man, you you said that if LeBron had that game, people would have been on his head. Like, there's a there's a difference, right? And this and this was my main takeaway from the game. The last possession, right, when he made that layup, I do agree that's not a difficult layup at all. But the possession before that, right, KD went ISO, missed again. KD had an off game. He, he, he didn't play well offensively. Um, Kyrie also went ISO that possession. You know what I'm saying? And, and missed. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was ISO, ISO, possession change, ball movement, ball movement, ball movement, bucket, game. One team is playing like a team. The other team is literally relying on two guys to generate everything. And when you – two points of failure. You know what I'm saying? So, if KD ain't on, you're going to lose. If Kyrie ain't on, you're probably going to lose. But um, I'm not going to be hard on KD. Kate, LeBron doesn't even take that shot at the end of the game to, to miss it. LeBron's not even taking that shot. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a reach, but I feel you, though. I feel uh, he's saying. not. I don't think that's a reach. That's he's, a not. Reach, he's, he's not. He's not taking that shot, bro. No, let, let's not forget. Let's not forget. KD took the shot off, I believe, a deflection. It wasn't like it, – it was like, yo, it was like the cl shot clock was running out, and it was like no choice but to take the shot, bro. Like, it was like – and I think, and you're right, it did go ISO. It was a, it was one long possession. It was like ISO yeah. Kyrie missed something happened. He missed or got blocked or something. Three or four seconds left on the shot clock. Gets back out to KD. Quick dribble, pull up for three and missed it. But the possession before that, Kyrie went ISO, had another masterpiece of a bucket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like what you get from Kyrie, that's what you get from KD. Like they're ISO guys. They're you know ball dominant guys, but. It's going to be hard to beat a team like the Celtics like that because every single player in the Celtics takes pride in defense. Every single player takes pride in going out there and trying to stop the man in front of them. So you see Horford go out there, Chuck Katie. You see uh, Tatum go out there. Like, they're switching on picks. Like, whatever. I pick them up. I got them. Like, nobody's scared. Yeah, good point. But, hey, if KD simply follows his man on the last possession, bro, I think that's probably a Brooklyn Nets victory. That's all I'm saying. I'm not holding if that KD does something as simple as box out, you know what I'm saying? Like you see a man, you see one man making a play, like instead of putting a body on your man. He's not gonna dis disrespect KD. He from the nah, same area. Not, everybody that plays basketball knows you put a body on your man I, when the shot clock I is running all down the stars or someone's penetrating. Take plays off. Um and, and that was a bad one. That was a bad spot. Yeah, you don't take the last <clears> play of the game. Bro, if you watch him. He's literally watching, thinking, I don't think he's aware of how much time is on the clock. Bro, I agree. And that's the problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying he wasn't playing that's hard. One time. I'm saying he wasn't going hard. And, you know, game one, you got to set that tone, bro. Like, you got to set that tone. Like, game one is usually when that away team plays their best Oh, game. my goodness. Bro, bro. All right. You a 50-point game in this series. Bro, Thank you. You got to be unbiased with it, bro. Like, we can't. Don't get me wrong. When he has that game. I'm going to get on here and say KD was the man last night, bro. I'm going to get on uh, here and give him his respect. Nobody he, got on John Moran. he does that on that last play, I'm going to speak bro. up on that too, bro. It, it nobody got, it got, got on John Moran for losing to the Timberwolves. Like, Oh, I was going to get on. The, I was going to get to that. The tone, out, right? the tone of this conversation surrounding KD right now, I, I'm not feeling it, bro. Like, like we're acting like K KD is the best in the world, bro. Best like, he's top – He's top two, and he might not be two. 
and we're acting like one bad game where they lost by one point at the last second, and we're like, oh, KD's got to do this. KD's got to do that. Bro, for all we know, because KD's going to drop. Though. KD could drop 50 tomorrow, bro, and then all, all this all this KD needs to do this, KD, it's all going to be gone, bro. Like, no, K, like cool. why are we losing faith in, in Kevin Durant after one bad game in the first round oh, of playoffs? No, no, no one's losing Kevin. No one's losing faith, but we're, I'm losing faith on the Brooklyn Nets. That's I'm what I'm saying. I still think they can win this series. But I can't. How, how many games you got them winning this series, Bryce? How many I games? Think, I think they're going to win the series. But, but but let's keep it a buck, though. Let's keep it a buck. If Bron would have done that same thing, if inter, if name that player does that same thing, everybody on this panel is getting on them, bro. So no, let's bro. not, and including me, I'm gonna get on anybody I see do that on the last play. I'm gonna get on that because that's too crucial of a moment in the game to let that for a player of that magnitude to let that happen, bro. I'm sorry, like Katie's still my man. I still think Katie's the best scorer in the league. I still think it's a toss up between him and Giannis who the best player is. But hey, that night. Kyrie was the best player on the Nets, and it really wasn't that close that night. It really wasn't. Yeah, that I'm, not, I'm not. It really wasn't that close. No, so, no, no. So if you're not gonna be, if you're not gonna be the best player that night, right? Fine, that's okay. Kyrie's Just great. Sometimes he's gonna be the best player. If you're not gonna be the best player that night, I need you to be the best uh, something that night. I need you to have the best effort that. I need you to go the hardest that I need something on that night. Not you losing Jason Tatum in transition, and not even transition, but in in translation, and he's wide open under the bucket. And this basic ass spin move now is like everybody look at it like it's the best play ever, bro. I'm not feeling that from KD, bro. I'm sorry. Look, I get I get that we hold superstar players to superstar levels, but I mean my man had like 23 points. Like I, I I don't know, bro. I just feel like we like we ask a lot of KD, and you're you're we're breaking it down to one play, bro. One play. KD didn't step up for this one little play in round one of the first game. I just feel like once he gets to the Eastern Conference Finals, this this play is not gonna matter. Like, this is gonna be a blip. There. I'll tell you this: I hold the big dogs to big dog standards, bro. You know what I'm That's saying? That's fair. I'm not gonna, That's I'm fair. Not gonna judge a pit bull like he's a chihuahua. <clears throat> you feel me? I'm not gonna look. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna look at my Dogo Argentino over here and be like, you know, why? You know, why you not? Uh, why? Why you not laying down? Why? You, why when someone knocks on the door, you not chilling? You not? You know, like, nah, you get up and bark. You a big dog, bro. Like somebody knock on the door, go 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 handle that. I hold KD to that standard, bro. So KD always gonna be my man. Like, I think he's upper echelon elite talent NBA. No question. But that play, bro, he's not above critique, bro. He's not above critique. And I got nah, it. A, it's a fair critique. And, and you know what I'm saying? No, KD, he's going to be harder on himself than you are. Like, I expect something different next game. But Gosh, G, I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'm G, telling somebody, you. Is, somebody else on this panel has uh, compared Tatum to Kobe. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to skip that one right Crazy. there, bro. That the, the maybe if you want to compare a move, a couple moves, bro. Comparing Tatum to Kobe is crazy, bro. Sorry, bro I don't bro. think it oh. is, man. This kid is only 24 years old, man. Look how That's he's playing. Thing. And then he oh, went man, to he bro. went to what three conference Eastern Conference Finals. So he's like they're on the nah, verge of being nah, champions. No, 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 not three Eastern Conference Finals. I believe yes. It is not three. It's two. Brooks said it took Jason Tatum 23 years to develop. Y'all just told me Trey Young had so much room for growth at 23. And Jason oh, Tatum. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, who wait, said wait, Jason no, Tatum is no. finishing it, developing? Jason no, Tatum's not done. No, Jason, Jason, yeah, yeah. But Jason Tatum's not done, bro. I'm not going to say that. No, Jason Tatum is going to be go down as a great. He's going to go down as a great, bro. But Kobe, 
Let's not let's not do that. Not yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not going out. Kobe's five ring. Kobe. Five this, ring this Kobe? is what we're no. doing right here. Man, we're comparing. Like we're comparing somebody. We're saying early reactions, right? That's what we're saying here, right? Bro, so no, my early reactions. My early no, reactions. It's, the same. It's an overreaction. You're comparing a player who is going to be great to a legend, bro. A legend. A legend, bro. They did the same thing to Kobe with Jordan. And Kobe was up to the legendary status. Exactly. You think Tatum's going to be a legend? A legend. Yes. 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 He's making two. He just made the Sixers look like fools from picking up Markel Fultz. And then the Lakers are kicking themselves in the ass. They had a chance to get him. He made two or, two organizations right now look like fools. And look, Danny Age. Danny Age blessed Boston. Like, yo, here, my last couple of gifts before I retire. In his heyday, people were talking about, I want to be, I want to be like Mike. Like, when people shoot trash into the trash can, they say Kobe. Are you talking about Tatum? Is going to be in this type happen. of conversation, oh, bro? bro? That shit is crazy. Kobe was 21 winning chips, bro. Like, don't give me legendary, the, don't give me the Tatum, bro. Don't give me the Tatum is Kobe, bro. Like Tatum bro, 24. Tatum, Tatum didn't have the benefit of having Phil Jackson and Shaq. Man, exactly. Uh, and look how and, and look how he's going. He's going nutty already. Hey, and guess going what? Going nutty already. And, and Jordan had Jordan had Pippen and Phil Jackson himself. So I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear what Bama's had, bro. I'm, I'm going off who, who he was. Bro, I'm is, not this saying is Kobe Bryant. We talking about? I'm not. So saying G, you Tatum will grow to be as great as Kobe. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying from a basketball standpoint, when you watch how he moves offensively, bro, it looks like all I did was study Kobe growing up. That's, and, that's, and that's fine. I'm fine with those type of comparisons. It's a couple guys. Yeah, because you, you can mimic the moves, but you don't have the talent. Like it's not, it's not there, bro. Like he, I don't. He's not there. And I'm not even trying to hate. I'm not even trying to hate on Tatum, bro. Like. Like, we're, you're comparing them to somebody that transcends the game, bro. Like, I don't – like, to compare somebody to Kobe or Jordan, bro, like, you're almost talking more than basketball at that point, bro. Like, you have to be bigger than the game at some point. I don't think Tatum's going to reach that, that like, legendary status, bro. Like – I got some more comparisons for you then, since, since you don't like this one. Kyrie is a better scorer than Iverson. Yes, hands down. Yes, I believe that. I like I like that comparison better than the last one. I want to not like it. I want to not like it. Coming off the heels of that game, no, that last game, man. Kyrie is. I don't. I don't want to be a hater, bro. Kyrie is. He's different, man. I told y'all last episode, man. Kyrie has become one of my favorite NBA players, but better scorer than Kobe. I mean, better scorer than AI. I cannot say that, bro. I cannot say that. I cannot say that right now because a couple reasons. One, AI was always the only scorer on his team. Right? So the entire game plan was to stop AI. If you're playing, if you're playing the Nets, half your game plan is for KD, half your game plan is for Kyrie. If you were playing the Sixers back then, everything was devoted to AI, bro. Every single resource devoted to stopping Allen Iverson, and he was still gonna give you a third. Give you 30 every night. Still was leading the league in scoring. Still has scoring champs champs. Like if you put Kyrie on the team by himself, he'd average 40. Yeah, I, I, I feel like if you if you that. told Kyrie he had to do it all, he would, bro. Bro, but, he would, could. but, would, but would they be in the Eastern Conference Finals? 
I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. But T's point. No, T's point was that he's a better scorer. I don't know if he takes them further than. Nah, bro. That's what I'm saying. AI was such a great scorer that his scoring alone is going to take you to the finals, bro. That's different. That's why I can't. I can't say Kyrie's better scorer than AI. I can't do it, bro. Because I don't think Kyrie's going to take me to the finals. Nah, nah, well, you're scoring, not. Bro. You're not. What you're not. You're talking about. You're not talking about just scoring. You know what I'm saying? Iverson took that team to the finals based on like Iverson was a guy that elevated a team, not just with scoring, with how he carried himself, how yeah. scrappy. Yeah, he was. but I'd say it was out eighty five percent with scoring. Like no. AI was not out here getting <laughs> AI was not out here getting Tennessee. We've we've bro. watched Gilbert Arenas light the league up, like scoring and not and not getting nowhere. Yeah, never, Gilbert Arenas was never. I used to watch AI give it to Gilbert. All the time, bro. Yeah. I watch Sixers AI give it to Gilbert. I watch Nuggets AI give it. Bro, Gilbert and AI score. Gilbert's Gil- my man. That's one of my I, that was my guy, bro. But he ain't messing with AI with Gilbert game Kobe 60, bro. Yes. Yes, he did. And he also missed the free throw when LeBron patted him on the ass, bro. I'll never get that, man. I'll never do it, bro. All I'm saying is though, bro, like AI is such a great score that he's gonna take me to the finals. I'm gonna tell you another one. Crazy, bro. John Morant is better than D Rose. Yes, that's very that's 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 a fair comparison. No, tell me. Yes, I'm not gonna say better than Prime D Rose. I'm not gonna say better than Prime D Rose yet. Yeah, fuck it. No, no. I'm not gonna that's not even that's not even a fair comparison. D Rose lost both his knees. Yeah, and maybe hey. right now he's better than D Rose, but Prime D Rose, bro. Like you talking about? Nah, I'm taking John. Ah. John Jokic, the only people in the playoffs with no other superstars, no other player that's remotely all star caliber. You gotta get that to your man, too. Trey Young, yeah, Trey Young is out there. You know, Dolo, bro, John Collins, uh, all star or close to it. Maybe you heard to sit here and say John Collins is better than is not on the same level as Jaron Jackson Jr. or like come John on, Collins bro, like, is better than Jaron Jackson. What are you talking about? They on the same level, bro. They on the same not level. To me. They on the same level, bro. Jaron Jackson can't be relied on for nothing. Bro, they on the same level. He's a role player. They on the same level though. Like if, if you was having a draft right now, bro, it's not like you're gonna rush to take John. It's like that's like flipping a coin if you're taking Collins or uh or, or uh He's I'm really taking Kuzma coin. before I take Jaron Jackson, bro. You're a trick. Don't don't sleep on Jaron Jackson, bro. Don't sleep Role on my player. man, bro. Don't sleep on my man, bro. Role he's, he's a dog. He's he's a dog, bro. He's he's gonna give you about the same. He's giving you the exact same thing John Collins gonna give you. And honestly, he's probably gonna give you a couple more blocks, probably a little better paint <laughs> defense, and probably a better probably better stretch in the court. Probably all three of those things, bro. Not buying it. <laughs> all right, all right, bro. I'm just saying, if you're gonna say John Morant's the only one in the playoffs doing that, you got to put Trey Young in there, and you almost got to put Luca in there too. It's a couple guys that's like, who else is really on their squad, bro? I'll, uh, I'll like, who's really on their squad? You want to tell me Spencer Dinwiddie is that all star? Like, no, no, I'll give you, and, Luka. I'll, I'll give you Luca. I mean, you got you. if you're gonna give me Luca, you gotta give me Trey Young, bro. But after that, I feel you. Come on, bro. <laughs> John Collins is the all star. John Collins, I like John Collins too. I'm high on John Collins. Wait till like, he get out of Atlanta. Just wait, bro. Jaron Jackson Jr. is probably better than John Collins right now. John <laughs> Collins is going to go somewhere and be the guy, but just wait. 
But where the fuck, where would he go? He would have to go somewhere like Utah because Utah. Don't matter. Matter of fact, he's matter of fact, what's my man he's from Utah? Mitchell. Mitchell's by himself. Tatum remind me of Kobe. Then G comes on the show and says it. And I said G, and I said G crazy too. Y'all told me I was crazy, crazy when too, I said Porzingis hates playing with Luca. Like, well, y'all tell me I, I'm crazy. I know I'm right. All right, that's a good philosophy to go by. You crazy for thinking that the Android's better than iPhone. How about that? And <laughs> <laughs> you know you're wrong. All right, but let's see. Any other early reactions, man? What about uh we talked about Trey Young a little bit? Uh how are we feeling about Trey Young, man? They, the Hawks not looking like they did last year. Uh do we I mean they just got hand, got it handed to them by the Bulls again. How are we feeling about Trey Young? Do we feel like does his stock go down after this playoffs? Nah, not at all, man. He's by himself. He's playing a, a completed Miami Heat team. Literally, he's, he's playing a completed. Uh, he, he's, he he's... Oh, no, that wasn't the night. That was the first game. He won like one for 12. Yeah, yeah, he did. But he's I going against I... a Miami Heat team that's complete. I, I don't think he could beat Miami right now. I think Miami comes out the East. I don't think it hurts his legacy too too much. Like he's still a real young player, but it does put more pressure on what he does after this. Cause uh, you know, first round exits are never a good look, especially if you want to be the man. Um, so I mean it I think I think this is a pretty important series. I think even if they don't win it, which I don't think they will, I think he's gotta at least get a couple wins in the series, one or two wins in the series, or at least play really well in some of these losses. Cause like you like T said, in that first loss, it was abysmal, man. So uh, we'll we'll see how it goes for Trey Young the rest of this series, but they down two zero now, man. So uphill battle. Definitely, definitely. How about I, De- I, I Devin think Mitchell? Trey Young could benefit from some uh, coaching, to be honest with you. I think he uh, kind of similar to Melo under George Carl, where like you're so good that you feel like you can and should take every single shot. Um, not as far as like fifty shots a game, but your shot selection. Um, I don't think he's uh, a great shooter. Uh, he can shoot from far away, but I don't think he's an elite shooter. I think, you know what I'm saying, most of the guys in the NBA, if they shoot. That's crazy. Uh, most That's of the a guards. Cra- a crazy statement. He's an elite shooter, bro. He doesn't shoot. It's not like he's shooting close to <clears> the man shooting, he shoots, shot 90% from the free throw line. That's That tells you a great three shooter, Three-point line. Three-point line. He shoots well, like You're saying he's not a great three-point three shooter, you know what I mean? You're saying, you're saying he's not a great three-point shooter. Great shooter. Great, he's definitely a great I, shooter. Right, a great three-point shooter. I don't think he's a great three-point shooter. I think if he's a little more selective when he chooses to fire a 40-foot jumper, I think everybody on the team would be a little bit happier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, it's hard to disagree with that. But let's not forget that they made the Eastern Conference Finals with him firing those. No, no, no. It was with him and John Collins, bro. He kept Bruh, going. Oops, to John it was not just. It was not him and John Collins. It was. It was that team. That no, team. It was, it was John Collins and Trey Young. Pick and roll. Pick and roll. Pick and roll. Pick and roll. Bruh, Danilo Gallinari was stepping up crazy. It well, was, that's that's it was, another. It was. It was, it was Kevin. Issue. Kevin Herder was going. Stupid. That's another issue, bro. Bro, come on, bro. It was Bogdanovich, Herder, uh, uh, Gallo. Like Didn't they have guys that can go score. But I don't know. Reduce them to like. You guys need to stand in the corner and shoot jumpers. Like you have so, guys that can play basketball, but all so they do—he's a thirty-eight percent three-point shooter. That's not good enough. Trey Young. Yeah. This season. Yeah, this season's thirty-eight. Come I don't on, believe. 
That man going 50, 40, 90 before you going to believe. You ain't going to believe when he going 50, 40, 90 either, bro. He's a 38% shooter right now. He's average this year alone with 28 points. He's a 38% shooter. I, I take it back, but I still think his shot selection is terrible. Now, I won't disagree with that his shot now, selection I, 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 I agree with you on that one. Stock selection horrible. But, but yo, but, but nobody's some. tripping. Nobody's tripping when Steph Curry's breaking them same threes. And he he breaks them, he breaks them check the percentages. He breaks them just about as often hey, as Trey Young. That's an early reaction Curry I meant to say. Ball in his hand 50, 20 seconds out of the shot clock, out of the 24. Well, to, three. That's hilarious. To, <laughs> to Bryce's point, bro, the reason Steph can get away with going cold like that is because when Steph gets hot, bro, and that was one of my early reactions, bro. The the Warriors, man. Like when that team is on fire, bro, it is something special, man. Like it's some of the best bi- basketball to watch, in my opinion. And uh, Steph, especially, man. Once that man gets going, you 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 can't let him get going. Cause once he's going and he's playing with that confidence, it's it's unbelievable, bro. It's nothing you can do with it. Nah, Steph, different, bro. Steph, Steph going down is you know one of the best players in this generation. That's not even gonna, you're not gonna be able to argue that when that's all said and done. Like it's it's, it's not even a question. Steph just. Steph playing for legacy at this point, but I'm interested to see what how far they're going to go. Uh, are the two are the first two wins against Denver impressive? Yes. No. It's my they're they're impressive, but it's my guess that Denver goes back home and and takes two from them. That's that's my that's my guess. That's my guess. I think that's serious. I thought that two two going back to Golden State. That's not a sweep. That last that's not one a sweep. Was, was impressive. No, I don't think it's a sweep. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's not a sweep. It's not a it's not a four one either. That's not a four one, bro. Yoga's gonna go back to Denver. He's gonna steal two with nobody else out there with him. <laughs> like like T said, Yoga's just Yoga's. He's gonna he's gonna do his thing. They're gonna get to, it's gonna be two two going back to Golden State. Maybe it's a four two. Maybe it's a four uh five four two series or whatever. But I don't see that being I don't see that being no four one, bro. I don't see that. I don't see that. I Me, mean, Joke is just, just dominant. But like my takeaway is bro, Jordan Poole. Like Jordan Poole is a dog, bro. There's times. In those games where Jordan Poole is absolutely the best player on the floor. Um, and it's crazy to see that, like, Golden State got another one. And this one, they truly developed. Like, yeah, like you may tell me. to see how much he's benefiting from playing with Steph, too. You know what I'm saying? Well, Everyone's... you know, but Steph benefited from playing with Clay. Clay benefited from playing with Steph. They Great. both benefited. But that's kind of the Warriors. Yeah. Like, confidence, I mean, man. They, they know how to breed confidence over there, bro. And confidence – like everybody in the NBA is great, bro. Everybody can shoot. I don't care. Even Shaq could shoot probably better than most people y'all know, right? That play sports, like that play basketball. Like the worst shooters can shoot, bro. But the the the, the difference is having confidence in each and every shot you take. And the Warriors, they doing something. Steve Kerr was around Jordan, so he gets that, bro. And that breeding that confidence is something that they do better than anybody. It's gonna be interesting to see how deep they go, man. I, I didn't I didn't have them coming out the West. I think I picked I picked the Suns. But uh, they he called Poole the Splash Cousin. Go ahead, bro. He is like, he is like the cousin that just runs with the Splash Brothers. Like, like, don't be Splash Cousin, bro. Yeah. But, I, I, uh, at this point, yeah, we have really think this is not going to be a sweep. Now, the way they're playing, the fact I think, that I think yoga the fact that the fact that Kirby could literally just come out the bench and just score thirty four points and then just say, like, yeah, whatever. I, I, all right, one, but I don't think it's more than one. It's going to be hard. I mean, then I look at the Nuggets. It's like they got Aaron Gordon jacking four or five threes a game. I'm like, what's going on here, bro? 
Like, come on, bro. Like, see, you right, bro. They they are really missing Jamal Murray right now because Jamal Murray is like the perfect compliment to Jokic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like championship perfect, but he's just like their games mesh very well. And uh, without that penetrator, they they are really having problems, man. They really they really need a guy that can penetrate. I thought Will Barton was gonna be able to pick up some of that uh some of that slack, but he's not looking like Will Barton from last year. He's not looking like the same Will Barton without. As much attention having paid to him, you know what I'm saying? But uh we're gonna see Scrub calling a sweep. We'll see Scrub. We'll see. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm buying it yet. But uh any other reactions before we get away from this uh NBA talk? Uh Donovan Mitchell it, uh, well the Utah Jazz need to do what the Sixers didn't do earlier in their careers and uh trade the Frenchman and give some Donovan Mitchell help because th- these guys should have the Frenchman should not be playing with Donovan Mitchell right now. I don't even I don't even remember his name. <laughs> the Frenchman. <laughs> Yo, y'all be dis y'all be disrespecting my man Gobert, bro. Like bro, Gobert. Bro, Gobert is like here's what Gobert is like, He's a lot like Draymond Green. You know what I'm saying? No. No, no, no he's not. not. I'm not talking about in game. He's like bro. JaVale McGee saying, wait, 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 wait. I'm not talking about in I'm not talking about in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about the way their game is bro. I'm talking about an impact. His impact, yo, he has a crazy impact on the game, bro, consistently, bro. Like, anytime you're getting 50, you're getting 17 boards. Like, maybe y'all don't care about rebounding, but, like, I do. You're getting 17, That's fine. Boards, you're getting 17 boards. You're patrolling the paint. Like, yeah, yes, he's not a scorer, bro. He's not going to give you that stat. He's not a he's You not know a who that sounds like he needs to sit with? He needs to play with Trey Young. Someone like that, yeah. And and honestly, bro, I don't think this. I don't think this series is like. I ain't gonna say it's not over, but I think the Jazz are gonna show. Gonna, they gonna show themselves in this series, bro. They gonna show themselves. I mean, was it one one right now? Yes, and it like, should be two two zero. Series, bro. With or without Luca, Jazz gonna win this series, bro. Jazz gonna win this series. Jazz That's my gonna beat the Mavericks, but. I don't know. Literally, the French JaVale McGee, bro. No, no. JaVale McGee never put up numbers like like Rudy Gobert, bro. You know who has and who who has proven himself not to be as useful? Uh, Hassan Whiteside, Andre never, They've never put up Rudy Gobert numbers, bro. Never. Never. Stop, bro. Maybe Andre Drummond had one year like that. But uh, Hassan Whiteside? Never, bro. And definitely not over this this period of time. Your man go bears the 14 averaging low 14 boards a, a season, bro. Come on, bro. Like I get that it's not like pretty. I get that it's not flashy. You know what I'm saying? But like, bro, Rudy Gobert is is a he, he's a difference maker, bro. Put Rudy Gobert with a KD. You know what I'm saying? Rudy Gobert averaged 15 and 15 in the regular season. Get that man some respect, please. Please, I'm bro. not, bro. Please he can play, man. but like his style of play really isn't conducive to how people are playing the game right now. Uh, I disagree, bro. I okay. disagree. I completely disagree. Uh, Would you take I... Rudy Gobert for Collins? Would I? Yes, bro. John Rudy Gobert is what a three-time defensive player of the year. I guess y'all gonna tell me that doesn't mean anything now. You know what I'm saying? But uh Yes, absolutely, bro. Like Rudy Gobert. I mean, so I had a season of averaging 15, 13, and three blocks. I mean. Yeah, and he hasn't done anything since. Well, he hasn't played the minutes since. <laughs> like, bro, your man is a five-time defensive first team, 
three-time defensive player of the year. That shit doesn't happen on accident, bro. It just doesn't, bro. Like, we can we can compare him to Hassan Whiteside all we want, bro. No, I would never. I give him that much. He, he's a great rim protector, and you know what I'm saying? He, he plays excellent post-defense, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you got to check somebody on the perimeter now. Like, in this day no, age. you need to have a whole bunch of guys that can guard the perimeter. Like, you know what I'm saying? He needs to be – instead, they have – Boyan Bogdanovich and uh, like all these slow foot dudes out here, bro. Like now, I will say, I don't know. They 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 trying to change. I see they they trying to build it, but like, yo, focus on defense. Get some more defenders. I think they're gonna be all right eventually. I like I like Rudy Gobert more than most. I've heard a lot of criticism on Rudy Gobert over the years, but like especially from this show, bro. I've always touched the uh, mics and created the pandemic. That's the least. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was Rudy. a Frenchman. OG, OG Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's keep it pushing, man. Let's keep it pushing. Last topic of the night, fellas. Let's get into some NFL talk, man. NFL draft is right around the corner. So you know what that means, fellas. Next week is our esteemed gas NFL live mock draft. Hey, anybody that wants to draft for their team that's watching right now, get at it, yo. You can appear on the show. You can draft for your team. We'll, 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 we'll get you in here. We'll get you in here. And uh, let's talk. I want to talk about some of our, some of the prospects that we think are can't miss. You know, we don't got to get too crazy in the draft right now. I want to hear some can't miss prospects. I want to hear who's been doing their homework a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all, you know, just opened the book. Like, you know how when you in school, the teachers say the homework's due, and you pull out your backpack, you try to do the homework real quick, bro. <laughs> you, you grab the home, you grab the worksheet out your backpack, try to fill it out real quick and hand it in. But uh, that's all right, though. That's all right, because I trust y'all's, uh, I trust y'all's quick work, too, man. So uh, let's talk about it. NFL draft prospect that can't miss. Um, I'll start off. I think there's a couple prospects that are elite, that are elite. First prospect I think is elite is Derek Stingley. <clears throat> Derek Stingley Jr., I believe, out of LSU. Stingley's freshman year at LSU was so impressive that I think if he would have opted for the draft out of that first year, freshman year, they would have let you leave after one year. I think he would have been a top three pick. Maybe number one, depending on who the quarterback that came out was that year. Derek Stingley Jr.'s freshman year was so crazy that, like, he was looking like he was better than NFL corners that year. I mean, his ball skills and the ball skills he showed me in that year were better than, like, every wide receiver that came out that year. <laughs> like, and I'm talking about that. I think that was the same year Justin Jefferson came out. I'm talking about he has elite-level ball skills. Now, he ended up with a Liz Frank injury this past season, and I think that – um is his I don't want to say his play tailed off, but it it didn't look like that first year. But I still think he can regain that form. And if he does, I think we're looking at a generational corner. Like we're looking at like a Jalen Ramsey level corner. Like you know what I'm saying, best corner in the league type. And uh, that's why he's my first corner off the board. And I love Sauce Gardner, but uh, Derek Stingley, man, that dude to me, the potential, the the that freshman year, I can't unsee it, bro. I can't unsee. I still remember watching those games where he was getting one hand picks like. Tracking the ball at the last, looking back at the ball at the last second, tracking and getting the pick. Like, I really think Derek Stingley Jr. is going to be a star um, if he just lives up to that potential from his freshman year. So uh, let's let's have a little round robin, man. Throw a prospect out that you guys think is a can miss. I like that prospect, Bryce. I like that one a lot, bro. Uh, me personally, I, I was looking a lot at the quarterbacks, but I don't think any of those guys are necessarily can't miss. If I had to go non-quarterback, I would go the opposite of the guy that you went. I would go with Sauce Gardner. Um, 
I think he's going to be can't miss it. I'm, I'm very interested to see who goes first. I do think if Singletary didn't have that injury that he might actually go ahead of, of Sauce. But Sauce has been getting a lot of uh, hype the closer we get to the to the draft. So I think they both go top 10. And um, honestly, I think these are some of the – this is the deepest cornerback draft that I can remember in a while. So I, but those two guys are, are the top two for sure. And I think Sauce – I give Sauce the slight edge. I feel that. Sauce, Sauce is, a, is a long corner, man. I think he's like 6'3". Yeah, the move the way he moves at 6'3 is crazy. Uh, and Sauce likes to hit. Bro. That's my favorite thing about Sauce. What I would, Sauce is also yeah. a gambler, too. Like, and, and one thing about Sauce, he did not get a touchdown thrown on him his entire college career, bro. That's crazy, bro. I think, I think the reason I'm high on Sauce is because of his height and his size. I think teams are going to start to look for bigger corners because you got these big receivers. You can't have 5'10 dudes trying to cover Devontae Adams. It's not going to work out. So Sauce Gardner could potentially be the wave of the future at cornerback. You might start to see a lot taller dudes out there uh, if they can move like him. Yeah, not a good point. Good point. All right, anybody else got one? What, what we got? Who we got? Who we got? T. I mean, I'm not as, I mean, I like the corners. I'm not as high as Sauce, but you know, my guy for the same reason. Well, you like Stingley. I love Stingley just because it's LSU, it's DB University. Thanks. Uh, Jamison Williams. Come on, man. Like uh, another Alabama receiver. Uh, I know he got a little uh, injury. You know what I'm saying? He's coming off a knee. But my man's an absolute stud, bro. And I think he's next in line to be, you know what I'm saying, uh, Alabama WR1 at the next level. Whoever takes him, I don't know what his production will be his rookie year, like I said, coming off that knee. But he is going to be a pro bowler. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I feel like if he did, he's another one. That if he didn't get hurt, you're looking at probably a top 15 pick. Uh, so I definitely feel you I still, on that. I still think he goes top 15. Yeah, I, th- right I think he goes top right 15. Right. I mean, that speed is deadly, bro. The speed is, the thing that worries me about him, two major things that worries me about him. One, like you said, the injury, ACLs. Although the technology and the, 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 the medical on that has come a long way, you still never know if they're going to regain that exact speed. You just never know. But two, the thing that worries me a little bit, he played Ohio State for two years before that. And he was behind Olave and uh, Gary Wilson. Never got ahead of those guys. So I, I wonder, like, yo, are you that much better than these two guys that are coming out the same class as you if, like, they were always ahead of you when y'all were both, when y'all were both at Ohio State for I'm two, three a, years? I'm not an Olave guy, you know what I'm saying? But I, I do feel like – I do feel like – College is one of those things where, like, bro, you have to be, like, amazingly better than a guy in front of you if that guy is already pegged as a first-round talent. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just be on his level. You can't just be a little bit better than him. Good point. Good point. And, but, and I feel you. I think a lot of – to me, a lot of it is a can't-miss at receiver. I'm not sure how good he's going to be, but I know he's going to be a productive receiver. And, you think uh, he got pro – I think he's like a – Oh, it's, absolutely. Absolutely. Here's what he reminds me of, yo. You remember that year – LSU when uh, Justin Jefferson came out and everybody liked people like Justin Jefferson, but a lot of people weren't as high on him because he wasn't the best receiver on his team. And that's how I look at Chris Olave because, you know, Ohio State had Smith and Jingba. And I don't know how much college football you guys watch, but Smith and Jingba from Ohio State, he's probably a top five pick next year. Like this dude is unbelievable receiver, bro. Like unbelievable. And I think that like that kind of, hurt Alave stock a little bit, being the second receiver out there. 
hurt his stock a little bit, you know, second in the team in yards, second in the team in receptions, like, you know what I'm saying? But Chris Olave to me, it, it's giving me Justin Jefferson vibes, bro. I'm not saying he's going to be Justin Jefferson on the next level, but, like, the route running is there. The speed, check that box at the combine. The the route running, like I said, it, route running is crazy from, from Olave. And uh, I just think it's nothing he can't do. And I think he's going to get some of the same criti- criticism. You know, you know who he reminds me of, man? Like a – I ain't going to say a poor man because he's closer to that than, than a poor man, but he reminds me a little bit of DJ Moore. Like if you get you a DJ Moore in the first round, you hit on that draft. Pick. Yeah, you that's a good pick. <laughs> that's, that's, a good a, pick. that's a home run of a draft pick if you get you a DJ Moore in the first round, bro. Like that that's that's what gets GMs re-signed DJ Moore in the first round. So Chris Olave, I think is gonna be a, gonna be a star, man. Uh G, who you got for? You know, I've been looking at my Giants prospects, and I'm gonna go with Evans <laughs> Neal, like uh O line from Alabama. We need big boys, man. And uh, the boy is a big boy from Alabama. Alabama tend to have some good offensive linemen. So hopefully we, we go and do something fucking good this year. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of not seeing us play no no football during during the month of January. Shit sucks. Nah, I, I got that's that's another good one. I got the big boy from NC State a little bit above Evan Neal. Um, but I think that Evan Neal has a lot better uncoachable talent than the than the boy from NC State. Like Evan Neal's, you know, physicality is uncoachable, bro. And I think once he figures that out, he's gonna be like, yeah, he's, a, he's a can't miss. Yeah, I think he's a can't miss, bro. As far as like production on the next level. Uh, yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna be good. Be good. Yeah, he's, I know he's definitely. A can't miss. I don't believe in. Let's talk about it then. I do not believe in Aiden Hutchinson. Mm. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson is getting a lot of hype because of T.J. Watt, man. He people seeing T.J. Watt when they watching him because that motor is crazy. I got Kayvon Thibodeau ahead of Aiden Hutchinson personally. A lot of people, a lot of people got Aiden above him, but you can't take away that motor from Aiden Hutchinson, bro. He goes nonstop, and like when you see guys that do that, TJ Watt, and they, he's athletic too. And when I, like, I mean, I hate to just compare him to white guys, but when you see like, um, not Watt, Bosa, Motors, he really uh, reminds me of the boy Manda, from uh, the boy from the boy from. Um, from the Raiders, Max Crosby, bro. Crosby. Yeah, that's what Max, I see. The way Max Crosby goes so crazy every play, that's the vibe that Aiden Hutchinson gives me. And like him and Kadon Kadon Thibodeau, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to watch their career trajectories to see who ends up being better because those are the two guys that are being compared the most right now. And uh, I think they both got a chance to be good players. I, got I think this draft one. is severely underrated, man. By I got another one I don't believe in, but in the right system. It could work. This guy could either be Mike Evans or Mike Williams from Detroit. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Drake London, bro. Yeah. To me, yeah. I knew he was gonna say that. To me, he's like, uh, he, I don't know, bro. I, he he's big and cumbersome. Like, I I don't think corners are gonna be scared of him. Yeah, personally, bro, I think he's gonna be a bust, bro. I really do. I hate to say it before it happens because I'm big on where you go matters. Like, like you said, if you if he ends up in the right spot, it could work out. But typically, there's always a wide receiver that comes in the first or second round that falls flat on their face. Like that's, you know, if you look at the last ten drafts, there's at least one receiver that everybody said might be all right and then fell flat on his face. If I had to put some money on it, I would put it on Drake London. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. But that's just from what I've been watching. Yeah, well, that was I don't really see it with, with um 
the other dude you was talking about either, Chris o- o- Olave, Olave, how you say his last name? Olave. I don't I haven't been impressed with that either, personally. Olave's gonna be a dog, but y'all Drake London is the prospect I'm having the most trouble with ranking, man. Because yeah, good good point, B. Garrett Wilson's route running is ridiculous. But uh, I like Wilson. Uh Drake London, bro. I'm having so much trouble ranking him in my big board because, like, on one hand, I see that mold of like Pittman from the Colts. You know, I, I could see him being Mike Evans, especially Pittman from the Colts. Not just because they went from went to the same school, but he I mean he literally took Pittman's role when the moment Pittman left, you know what I mean? And like the way it's hard to count out that big body that can track the ball like that, yo. Like, you know, you don't gotta be the fastest. Pittman's not the fastest. Now, Mike Evans, if I remember correctly, he ran pretty fast at the combine back in the day. But like, yo, like Drake London don't gotta be the fast. He didn't run at the combine, but he don't gotta be the fastest, yo. And I just feel like I feel like he's gonna be nice, yo. I feel like something was so, like it's two him and Kyle Hamilton are two guys I've been on the fence about in my rankings because Kyle Hamilton, I want to put him top five when I watch the tape. Then I see the measurables and I'm like, am I tripping? <laughs> I've gotten burned like that before. You know what I'm saying? Going, going Kyle Hamilton looks like a generational talent, mm-hmm. right? But then you see him run a four, five, eight, or four, five, nine, whatever it was. You're like, hold up, bro. Is that is yeah? That but tape? it's like, he, am I tripping? He's definitely one of them players where they say he got football speed. Like you watch him play, it don't look like he's running a four or five, bro. Like yeah, I, and I think I think Kyle Hamilton's gonna be a player that really benefits from the new NFL, bro. Where like play, defensive players are chess pieces more than they are slotted into a position. That position flexibility is important now. Being able to be able to guard a tight end, be able to guard a receiver, and be able to guard a running back sometimes all on the same play. Like you don't switch. They done motion three times. Now you don't had to switch who you was guarding yeah. three times. That yeah. matters now, and I feel like Kyle Hamilton is going to check that box. I don't know if that box, if that Swiss Army knife player is worthy of top five, and maybe he's not just limited to that. Maybe he can be that center fielder, but it's like, bro, the measurables are scaring me, but the tape is telling me go with him. Uh, one guy, yo, y'all know I always drop a couple draft gems before our, before our uh, draft show. So I got to give y'all a couple guys that I just feel like going to be dogs. First is Christian Watson, man. Wide receiver from North Dakota State, bro. This guy, you might might not have heard of him yet, but he's gonna end up going in the first round. That's my prediction. I hope I hope that that's a prop bet when they drop all the prop bets for the NFL draft, because Christian Watson is ridiculous, bro. Six four, fast as hell, like four three four speed. The only thing working against him is that he played at a, you know, a Division one AA school, whatever. You know, North Dakota North, State. North Dakota State, State, yeah. Right, FBS, whatever it is. So that. That's gonna scare some teams off, but bro, boy's a dog, bro. He's he, he's gonna be he's gonna be legit. Uh, my other guy is a dude named Jalen Tolbert. Both receivers, Jalen Tolbert. Remember that name. He's gonna be another receiver. Like I think he, he go to a South Southern Alabama. So that's still D one. Like oh, you watch him in all the big games. Every time he played one of those Power Five schools, went crazy on. Him. Like I'm talking about crazy, bro. Jalen Tolbert gonna be a star. Them two guys. I think we enter in this time period where, like, receiver is that position, bro. Like, every year – remember I said, I think it was whatever year Terry came out, I was like, yo, this is the best receiver draft of all time. Like – Still might be. It might be. Like, at least least (laughs) in the last 10 years. And I I stand behind that. But, yo, that's going to end up changing. Because, like, with the way football is going right now, every kid is playing seven-on-seven without pads from the time they're eight years old. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like – that's not creating a whole bunch of D linemen. It's not creating a whole bunch of linebackers. You know what I'm saying? That's creating a whole bunch of wide receivers. And the guys that can't play, prove they don't got no hands are going to corner. You know what I'm saying? So it's like 
wide receiver talent is every draft from from now until ever is gonna be wide receivers. It's gonna get to the point where every team in the league got wideouts, bro. <laughs> like well, all you need is a QB. I feel like the league has been easier to play. At one point, it was tough to be a wide receiver, no yeah. matter how much talent you had. I feel like you was getting murdered. Receiver now because bro, you can't hit these guys. Mm-hmm. That, that bro, I've been saying it for at least ten years. Bro. If you come across the middle, you can be uh, Tyreek Hill. You can be 5'8", 160. You can be these little shifty slot guys now because there's no Erlacher there. There's no Ray Lewis there. There's no Durant Sharpers or whoever. Sean Taylors. Yeah, the Sean Taylors. The Bro, you know what what, guys, Archuletas, like, guys are going to come up and hit you. Like When we came up, like, it wasn't no going across the middle, bro. You was getting murked, bro. Like, you were getting murked. People didn't want to play wide receiver because because of that solely. Like, like you said, now you could do that. Like, I think I think it'll make wide receiver more fun for guys because they won't play scared. And I think it, it kind of does make the game better a little bit. I'm a defensive guy, but I do like I do like uh, seeing the wide receivers get to live. Hey, Brush, any running backs leaving on your board in the first round? Um. I got one running back that I think is going to be a star. Uh, that's Brees Hall. Uh, Brees Hall is like, he reminds me of kind of like David Montgomery, but faster. And y'all know how high I was. I don't know. Y'all, I'm real high on David Montgomery. Been high on him since he came out of Iowa State. I think Brees Hall will be, I don't know who will be a first round pick, but probably early second round. This guy is a great pull from B. Matt Eraser from San Diego State. Maybe the best punter to come out of the draft. And forever since Brad Anger or whoever, you know, what I mean? like <laughs> he probably gonna he he he's so good that he might be a second round pick. He's so good that he'll go in the first four rounds. I can almost guarantee it. Um, yeah, you know, punters usually get saved to the sixth or seventh round. So punters are underrated though. If you find you is insane. I don't care how good you are. Nah, yeah, bro. That, pun- if he can pin you at the one, yes, for a whole season, you gonna start loving that punter. You gonna be like, I'm not not Bro, that field that field position game, especially if your team already is is mid, if your team is average, that field position game could be your playoff spot, bro. It if really my could. My punter is shining. That means my offense is failing. And, and y'all, you might need them to. You know, if you're going into a season, your offense is already looking suspect. You might need that fourth round punter. Yeah, I'm speaking as a Washington Commanders fan, man. Trust Way held us down. We, that man held us down. We needed it. Oh shit! Look at the punter for the Bengals. <laughs> they literally kicked him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he like a second round pick too? The punt- oh, oh, it was yeah, he third. Yeah, yeah their kicker, their kicker, kicker. Yeah, wasn't well. Look at a kicker and the punter was the same. Right. same Special thing teams matters, now. man. Special teams yeah. matters. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, next week live mock draft, NFL draft. We do it every year. So we're going to keep uh, the tradition going. Hope everybody tunes into that. You know, if you want to draft for your team, shoot us a DM. Get at one of the panelists. Y'all know y'all know how y'all can find us, man. And uh, you come on and draft for your team and give some your hand. Hey, uh, B, I expect you here, B. Brooks, you better be here, bro. I need that. Brooks' I need team it. don't got a first-round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We can sub them in. We can sub them in. Hey, Brooks' team is your team, so that is, yeah. We'll sub them in. We'll sub them in for another squad. He he knows it. He knows his stuff, man. He dropped Matt Razor, so I know he I know he knows his stuff. But uh, yeah, fellas, great episode tonight, man. Started off pretty funny. Started off pretty funny with the iPhone Android debate. Drop what y'all think is uh, the the best phone. Is it iPhone or is it Android, man? I want to hear you guys takes on it because uh, we're undecided as a panel. We're very undecided as a panel. We're split. We're split down the middle. Devin Booker, thirty one points first half. 
Book, mm. Book, Book, Book is another one of those guys that look like he grew up watching nothing but Kobe. Yeah, there's so many of those guys, bro. Like even so I mean, I'm hate to be a homer, but sometimes I watch Brad Bill and I'm like, bro, that's a Kobe move, bro. He makes a lot of Kobe moves, like. And this is why, and this is why the Jason Tatum comparison is ridiculous because in like Mitch Richmond. In 20, 30 years, in 20, that was just DC hate We're going to ignore that. In 20, 30 years, <laughs> we're not going to be talking about, oh, this player looked like he watched nothing but Tatum. He watched nothing, but that's not yes, going to happen, bro. Uh, no, right. it's yes, not, bro. Yes, Kobe is a legend, bro. A legend, bro. It's not going to happen. The best thing you can do for Tatum is stop the comparisons now, man. Let that man be. The next legend is going to be Luka and Jokic. <sighs> we're missing somebody else. Giannis, too. Giannis. 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 I think Giannis. 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 Giannis is legendary. We're going to see another Giannis. We're going to see. Yo, I'm waiting for the next Shaq, bro. I'm patiently waiting for the next Shaq. I can't oh wait for the next God. Shaq, bro. That's when it's over, bro. It's going to be another Shaq. Right, TikToker. Yeah, probably right now. He's <laughs> on TikTok. But I guarantee you, it's going to be another Shaq. Somebody just so big, so strong. They just it was supposed to be Zion. Look at that. Yeah, Zion project. Seven, seven, one, man. I'm talking about 7 1, oh 340. Gosh. Yo, athletic as hell. It's coming, bro. It's coming. I can't wait. Damn. Genetics is a motherfucker, ain't it? <laughs> you got to win that genetic lottery, man. <laughs> Some of y'all even win, win the genetic lottery in your families. <laughs> oh, the book got 31 and they only up six? Yeah. I'm no, they only up five. They only up five. I'm, I'm, remember, you heard it here for first. Zion for Randall makes sense for both teams. And New Orleans would be a problem. Right. For who? Zion for Julius Randle. I'm not going to argue that. They kind of like the same guy, just packaged a little differently. <laughs> they like yeah. kind of like the same dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe a change of scenery for both of them helps out. I like that trade. I'm not yeah, only for one season because fucking Julius Randle's only good for one season and when he gets to another team, and that's it. Look at the Knicks. They really, really pack them out. Hey, how about this one, T? Zion for Rui Hachimura. Let's do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's your guy, man. You don't want to see Rui leave DC, huh? No, I, no I, the Wizards cannot trade Hachimura. He's a stud. <laughs> Come on, bro. Let's get out of here, bro. All right. Rui on the trade block there, man. Give me something for Rui, man. That's bro. my dude, but I need Rui, Rui going to get at least two, two all-star selections. Hey yo, bro. I mean, hey yo, oh, T. Oh, oh, are y'all right gonna on, keep? Bro. Are y'all gonna keep uh, Debo Samuels? Or y'all gonna sit them out? And, then, huh? and I wanted to speak on this. I was talking to a parent earlier about this, right? Debo wants to be the highest paid uh, player, non-quarterback in the league. Which I, I, I get it, right? You you had a great season doing it all. They lined you up all over the field. You played like it was little league. Uh, you made things happen. I, I don't believe in paying guys like that. I didn't believe it for Christian. <laughs> look, not, not look. If if I feel like you will never hit that production again, I can't pay you for that. You know what I'm saying, like, bro. Like, oh my God, God. bro. Oh. How great Christian McCaffrey was, and that. Oh, y'all know, y'all know. I was on the show saying, look, 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 I, 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 I think said. Christian McCaffrey is is a great player, but he is never going to be worth that contract. They had to restructure it. Uh, paying Debo that top dollar, like. And he, wide receivers are divas, bro. They're not going to restructure their contract. Like, I, 
percent chance that Debo gets traded because he's the best receiver y'all had since Jerry Rice, man. Get that man. Bro, first of all, first of all, all football season, all we heard Debo's not a receiver. He's a top five playmaker. He's top a top five play. play. Now, oh, now we're not playing our playmakers, T. We're no, not no, playing no, our playmakers no, now, T. No, Come not. on, bro. No, Come not. on, bro. And no, I don't want to hear Bill this. Bill don't pay him. He a genius. Oh, why receivers are divas? You know who's not a diva? Terry McLaurin. You know who doesn't remove team names from his Instagram and his Twitter? Terry McLaurin. You know who's a professional? Terry McLaurin. And you know who's not getting traded this offseason? Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Uh, because y'all assholes don't got nothing. You <laughs> assholes ain't got nothing else in that receiver spot. Hey, JJ, don't come on here stuttering talking about Terry McLaurin, bro. <laughs> it's no, that's why. I'm, like, I'm just saying Terry McLaurin is your only weapon. <laughs> You you oh, the Giants, I know we're not talking weapons. The Giants over there with some Nerf guns. Shots attempted to be fired by the Giants. Get traded for like a technical foul, low blow. Yo, this is the thing about Debo, bro. <laughs> this thing about Debo. Debo is officially, and there's been ones in the past. I'm not gonna say he's the first, but it's officially a new position in the league. It's called wide back. Debo is a wide back. Pay that man like a wide back, bro. Add up the top receiver salary. Add up the top running back salary. Give it all to Debo, man. Put the 49ers in cap hell for all I care. Before, before we got out of here, bro. before we got out of here, Look, I need to know something, T. But if they trade him, I understand. I need yeah, to know something. Y'all are done. How is this offseason going from bad to worse right now for the 49ers? Like, y'all were just in the championship game. Now, like it was, it was we're trading G, uh, Jimmy G. Trey Lance is gonna be the guy. Now it looks like Jimmy's staying. Debo's going. Like, what's going on in San Fran, bro? If if I had to make a prediction right now, uh, Debo stays, Jimmy stays, unless the Panthers want him. Outside of that, I think they both stay. Mm-hmm. And this Trey will be Lance a run the tape moment. Trey Lance is the starter, and I think Jimmy possibly restructures his contract. So you think Jimmy stays know, and, and Trey starts still? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No matter how they, so. no it's, it's early. We'll see. Nah, Trey's a starter, but yo, Jimmy is gonna be weird having Jimmy around. I feel like, man. I don't think. I know Jimmy's not. Room. I know Jimmy's not a locker room cancer and all that, bro. But I think you. They you messed break. up not being able to flip Jimmy. They were. They were banking that they were gonna be able to flip Jimmy easily. They didn't mess they up. Not, okay, up. okay, all right. Let me not say mess up. Jimmy, they they judged the market wrong. No, they didn't. Yeah. What happened yes, they was did. Jimmy, Jimmy randomly popped up needing a surgery. No, that, they knew that, about that. Was, that wasn't that. random. They knew about that. They knew about that, bro. They knew about no. that. No, they knew about that. They they tried to wait the market out, thinking that like one of these teams were going to get desperate eventually, but they didn't bank on Deshaun Watson getting free. Mm-hmm. They didn't bank on Atlanta moving on from Matt Ryan. They didn't bank on Cart. I know they want. They thought the Commanders were definitely going to take them if no one else would. They didn't bank on them leaping for Carson Wentz, and they damn sure didn't bank on Baker Mayfield being available. So now, yeah. if you look at the rankings, like Baker going to go before Jimmy G at this point, bro. Yeah. Like based on the fact he's healthy. So what they should have done was as soon as Jimmy G was was ready to be freed, get what you can for him because now a year removed from playing, his stock is only going to go down. It's only going he would have failed a physical. Like, how you trade a guy that's hurt? You can trade a guy that's hurt. I mean, actually, to be fair, Baker is coming off an injury, too. I don't know if Baker goes first before Jimmy. 
Bengals, I can see it, but I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy won't be able to start throwing until like right when camp starts. Oh, that's yeah, that's that's no brainer right there. The quarterback carousel has been ridiculous, man. All aboard, all aboard the quarterback carousel, bro. Like, shit's been crazy. Yeah. But that's what it is. Pretty soon, every single team will have stacked wideouts, but only like 10 teams will have quarterbacks. And that, that'll be who's in the playoffs every year. But uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Hey, good show tonight, though, fellas. Everybody knows where to find us, man. If you don't, you must be your first time watching. And if it's your first time watching, thank you. How to find <laughs> us at Good Ass Sports on every social media platform, except on YouTube, where we are Gas Sports Network. And also, if you want to download the Gas Sports Network app, go to your app store and just type in Gas Sports Network. You keep up with all of our content weekly. We've also got some new merch coming. New merch alert. New merch alert. You can get the wash your hands, wash your ass shirt, courtesy of my guy T Boogie. You can get the uh my man Rome got a pretty dope tea coming out too. Mm-hmm. Come for the sports, stay for the culture. And my man G's got a shirt coming out too. It's a still of him doing the new gas dance. So uh <laughs> get ready for the gas dance, courtesy of my guy G. That that was the gas dance. Do it again, G. That was the gas dance. <laughs> hey, no, hit it, hit it, bro. Hit it. All right, man. Hey, once again, great show tonight, fellas. Y'all know how we end every single episode. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture.